Let's get nuts. Well, hello, everybody. What's happening, guys? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your hump day Wednesday. Ooh, first day of winter. Watch out. I'm wearing board shorts. <laughs> you know, still in California. I know it's not like that for other people, but, you know, I have to turn on the heater in the morning, and then towards the afternoon, I have to turn on my AC because it gets warm in here. My God, what is happening? Anyways, guys. Welcome to Film Chunky Live. Appreciate you guys clicking in. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like thumbs up. Share the share the stuff. Do everything. All the stuff. That's what I want you guys to do. Alright, how's everybody doing out there? Hope you guys are having a good Wednesday. Ah! Alien sex noise. Alien sex. Alien sex love sounds. Ah! There you go. That's what I meant to say. Season 2, episode 4 uses Walter Hamada's face on a gay tender app. He got swiped left. Really? Is that true? <laughs> Interesting. What's going on, Patrick? Watch Game of... Good. Keep keep watching. Keep on watching. What's going on, movie guy? If I become a member, do I uh, get to speak on your member stream, or does that require higher level? Uh, well, I do a members-only stream every Wednesday, and it's just basically... You don't actually speak. It's just a pri more private, inclusive kind of stream, and I just still talk to you guys and you guys can pick my brain a little bit more so what's going on mr brian kelly how you doing we've got nicotina here andre northman is here we got fear jason we got mama film junkie here we got stephanie t is also here as well so we got eric right here good to see you ahoy ahoy mr jason mckenzie good to see you too we got Thabang van zil Nice name. It's interesting. I like it. Then we got Miss Nighthawk right here. That's right. The lovely Miss Nighthawk. Good to see you. We got Christian Perez, I was thinking. I hope, uh, let's see. I hope, I hope Zachary Levi finished with uh, Shazam, in my opinion. He was miscasted. It's miscast. Remember, don't put ED at the end of, even though it's past tense. Cast, 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 cast. Um, he would be perfect plastic man. He was born for that role. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. Aloha. Good to see you. We got Cortez watching uh, DCAU Justice League. That's good. That's good. Happy hump day, Mr. Nobody. I'll catch up later watching uh, Jack Ryan season three and seeing Babylon tonight in an hour. Lucky. That's right. It comes out tonight. Yeah, I was hoping to see it tomorrow, but I think i got to finish some Christmas shopping and maybe some Christmas wrapping, so I might have to postpone my uh my viewing of uh babylon even though i'm dying to see it damn it what's going on ziggs slow dc news this week sure <laughs> uh morphe how you doing we can uh, keep blue beetle for the new dcu make a young justice franchise dave that would be something what's going on steve all right we got shaggy millens right here just got here i'm i'm, I'm good i think we just started don't worry don't worry. We're good. We're good, Saggy. So, anyways. Okay. Okay. So, I'll thank you guys for clicking in. Like I said, do all that stuff. Make sure you subscribe. Everything like that. Hopefully, you guys had a good day. Good couple of days. Like I said, it's been kind of nice actually having the uh, the Tuesdays off. I'm not going to lie. 
kind of, uh, you know, it's like, ah, I can actually have a night off and catch up on other things and as well and all that stuff. But anyways, all right, let's get the show started. Let's get to these tweets. Oops, turn that off. All right, let's get to these tweets and see what's happening in the uh, the Twitter world right here. All right, starting off, well, finally, Invincible Season 2 is releasing in 2023. When exactly? Who knows? But we're all dying to, like, um, we're all dying to watch Season 2 because Season 1 was insane. But, hey, take your time. Quality. We want quality. And then there's the logo, guys. There's the logo. We talked about this on Monday, how much I love this logo. And it's kind of funny because I tweeted this out Monday night, and look at look at the look at the engagement it got—almost three thousand retweets and a bunch of you know, or not retweets, but likes—and it was like a lot of people, and they're still responding to it. It's kind of funny seeing the reaction to Twitter. I don't know how these things end up going, you know, you know that it just caught that algorithm wave, I guess you could say, because. There was a lot of people that were commenting on it and everything like that. I really like this logo. I thought it was unique. I like the 3D aspect of it. I thought it was cool. But, of course, there were people that thinks it was horrible. But a lot of people thought it was really cool. And a lot of people thought I was throwing shade at the logo, too. And I'm like, no, I just said this logo. That's what I've been talking about. thought it was good. And we got Hugh Jackman right here. He's updating us about uh, Deadpool 3, talking about a time travel device. So listen to Mr. Hugh right here. All because of this device they have in the Marvel world of moving around timelines. Now we can go back because, you know, it's science. and (laughs) (laughs) It's science. And so I don't have to screw with the Logan timeline, which was important to me and I think probably to the fans. All because of this device. So, I mean, some people are like, is it a physical device or is it just like a device in the, you know, the, the, in the way of like they're, they're going to use a device to utilize, you know, to do to basically just move the plot along or something like that. So, um, I mean, if they're going to be talking about the what the T, TMA or TWA, whatever the hell, I mean, there might be some kind of device. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. We saw Ryan Reynolds um, interact with Miss Minutes. So. Interesting. And hey, a good poster. Look at this. A great poster for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. June 2nd. That's right. Cannot wait to see it. But a great, fantastic poster right here of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Looking forward to it. Love the first one, of course. And uh, yeah, I'm really liking it. I know uh, uh, even Chris Miller talked about how like um, the spectacular Spider-Man is like in there somewhere, too. So always good. uh, They pretty much confirmed it right there. Hey, Merry Christmas from the Joker. Christmas to the Joker right here. Which if you, uh, you know, go back to Batman the Fanimated stream, you can uh, hear Scott and I, Mr. Scott McClellan, um, in the, who was in the chat earlier, talking about this episode. Which, you know, it's a cheesy episode, but hey, it's Christmas with the Joker. Of course it's going to be cheesy. Hey, this is pretty cool right here. Exclusive! Well, we got, uh, we got Cynodyme. Cine- has acquired all North American rights for a four-part docuseries, RoboDoc, the creation of RoboCop. Looking forward to that. I always like docs on movies. Why not? Looks pretty cool. And Prime Video said, welcome Henry Cavill, which we love the fact that he, uh, you know, he, after everything that's happened, at least he's getting a dream role right here when it comes to the Warhammer 40,000 franchise. So they welcomed him. And he's going to executive produce it as well. So that's good. Look at it. Look at it. Look at, look at that happy nerd. Look at that happy nerd. 
And then look at this, Extraction 2. We've got our first shot of uh, Chris Hemsworth right there. Uh, Harrison Ford, uh, on why he joined the MCU, he said, look, I've done a lot of things. I know I, uh, I now want to do some of the things I haven't done. Obviously, that's a perfect Harrison Ford answer, but I'm like, eh, they threw a bunch of money at you. What are you talking about? Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. Of course, we'll talk about that. And then we'll also, I mean, Jesus Christ. So we, uh, I think this is maybe on Monday's show or maybe not. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's this is stupid right here because obviously David Ayer, when uh, James Gunn was, uh, he tweeted out that thread on Monday, David Ayer, of course, you know, tweeted, he quote tweeted and uh, talked about passion and everything like that. So comicbook.com said David Ayer responded to James Gunn's post about negativity in DC Phantom. I always saw the negativity as a testament to the power of these characters. There's something deeply mythological in them that ignites passion on both sides. And then, of course, David Ayer had to clarify, because that's what you have to do nowadays. He said, sigh. No, just no. Praising negativity? Absolutely not. Look, I get it. You need to pull eyes to your articles. Write a wild headline. That's the game. But on no planet do I control hate, trolling, toxicity. Can everyone just play nice? That's what I would like. That's what I would like, too. I would like everybody to play nice, but that's not going to be what happens. So, man, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Avatar, The Way of the Water, is sailing past a half a billion right now. Global box office, so that's cool. And then, uh, you know, Mr. Amateur Dave right here, Ohio Dave. Um, he was uh, basically saying, like, hey, if you get uh, 500 retweets, is he going to, uh, you know, is Zack Snyder going to release a Rebel Moon image? And uh, obviously the fandom uh, came around. This is where, hey, yeah, this is where I actually come together and actually be, hey, hey coordinated. Good, let's, ha let's make something happen. Zach said, of course, sounds like a deal. So that happened for sure. I like it. And then, of course, we'll see the image in a little bit here. And then, yeah, David Ayer. And then following up, he says, uh, amazingly clever way to twist my words around. I have no patience or tolerance for the behavior you're describing. I hope you don't either. And uh, this guy right here said, that's what you did. People were toxic against Gunn's wife and himself yesterday, and you called that passion. That's... It's uh, okay to do it. Nope, twisting the words. That's what people like to do nowadays is twist words for sure. And then uh, Ray Fisher, he decided to tweet out, uh, I want this jacket so bad. I want this jacket. Who else? Hopefully they actually uh, do some merchandise and we can all maybe get an attempt or at least a logo on something on a shirt. I don't know. Maybe on the shirt. Who knows? But uh, yeah, he tweeted that out. And I thought, okay, is that going to be the image that... That was being teased when it when it comes to Zack Snyder. Not quite, not quite, but you know, kept it trending. It was trending. That's always good. And then right here, Mr. Uh, Wayne T. Carr. Uh, a lot of people needed to uh, take his advice right here, because uh, if you actually go to his Instagram reel, he says, "Stop, slow down, and breathe. Breathe. Self care, mental health. Take time for you. Slow down." all about that listen to the guy with the green ring guys listen to it a lot of people especially in the past couple of weeks maybe the past month need to really do that stop slow down and breathe that's that's it's good advice it's good advice for a lot of people out there you know 
It's great advice. Listen to that man, the green, the man in green. All right, more Christmas with the Joker stuff from Kay. And, of course, I did my short. Yes, I did post a self-pod exclusive self-pod on the, the Patreon last night. Those are always fun because I feel I can, you know, I could be a little bit more open on those. Those are always great. And I stand by this because I watched both Home Alone movies last night, or I at least had them on when I was doing stuff. But uh, John Williams' Home Alone score should be a part of the Christmas song rotations. Remove Mariah Carey. Get that out of the Christmas song rotation. We don't need it in there. It's terrible. All I want for Christmas is you. Not a Christmas song. Because you could substitute Christmas for anything else. Just like the George Michael song, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. So you could say that about everything. You could say, like, Last Flag Day, I gave you my heart. And, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not a Christmas song. But John Williams' score for Home Alone is magical. That should always be listened to every year for Christmas. Sorry. As you can see, I'm pretty passionate about it. Anyways. Then here it is, folks. Bam, right there. Zack Snyder posted this very image right here uh, from Rebel Moon. And as you can see, it's from the set. Looks beautiful, even though, you know, obviously there's some green screenage that are ha- that's happening in the background. Kind of curious to see what fills in right there. I want to I wanna know what's going on with the art. I got two big pieces of art right here on both sides of the wall. Seems interesting. Uh, it's very much looking like uh, the bad guy is uh, standing right there in the middle. Somebody bad, somebody bad. You got one of his uh, right-hand men that is uh, to the right of him, our left. And then, of course, we got two um, other people who are maybe, uh, I don't know, some kind of deal happening, plea. I don't know. It's very interesting, though, and uh, it's absolutely gorgeous, and I cannot wait to see more. So we got a little bit of Rebel Moon crumbs right here at least and thank you to ohio dave for uh starting that off and putting that out there and everything and getting uh zach to post that so hopefully we can get something more but um yeah but right now we just got this shot right here looks absolutely great love it love it and something i don't love is the fact that there's going to be the sequel to twister called twisters whoa how did they come up with that how did they come up with that title my god twisters Plural? You mean there's going to be more than one tornado? Wait a minute. The first one had more than one tornado. Shut up. Why is this happening? Ugh. Ah, it's still happening. Twisters. Eugh. Don't need it. Love the first one. Love the first one. But we don't need that one. Please. My God. Don't need that one. Uh, we're going to be talking about Terminator, of course, but man, I remember this, uh, I never got this. I never, I never had this, but my best friend as a kid had this and it was pretty magical. Of course, we only played with it for like a month after that. It got just like messy and dirty and gross and everything like that. But yes, you can actually put like clay over the Terminator and actually start peeling off the skin. Really cool gimmick. I like it. Really wanted it, but never got it, but at least he had it. But yeah, it was very stinky too, by the way. That clay really smelled bad. And I absolutely agree with Hans Zimmer when he says that Interstellar is the best work of his career. For now, I absolutely agree with that, okay? I mean, obviously, he has, he's had so many great... Uh, so many great, um, so much great music when it comes to scoring, you know, Man of Steel, BBS, of course, and uh, The Dark Knight and everything. I mean, he's had so many great, even with Dune, it's been so great. But I would say that Interstellar is uh, my favorite of his. I think that's that truly is his best music right there. So 
<laughs> yeah, and then somebody said the hierarchy of the <laughs> the hierarchy of power had really changed. Hey, at least Dwayne Johnson has a little bit of a uh, a, uh, a sense of humor about what's all going on right there. But hey, uh, most likely you had some people that actually responded like that. Harley Quinn season four is coming out on HBO Max in 2023, so that's been renewed. That's great. And Avatar: The Way of the Water. Remember, nobody was gonna care about this franchise. People were like, "Fuck you, James Cameron." Whatever the hell. Not happening, um, because obviously Avatar The Way of the Water is expected to cross $1 billion at the box office in 10 days from now. That's what they're tracking. I think that's where it's going to break even, just the one movie. So, And then we got a motion poster for Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That movie's going to be insane. Absolutely insane. I thought this was pretty hilarious right here. <laughs> especially since I just watched Home Alone. That's pretty funny right there. Somebody put Darth Vader behind uh, Harry. <laughs> Harry! Harry! Hey, look at This is Dwayne Johnson's wet dream right here. I didn't even know. I remember hearing something about this, but yeah, apparently in the books, um, you know, when it came to uh, Black Adam, uh, everybody turned into a uh, Black Adam version. So very interesting. But I think this is something that Dwayne Johnson was like, yeah, I was trying to lead towards this. But I thought that was pretty funny right there. Uh, we got some shortlist stuff when it comes to the Academy Awards. And it looks like the Batman's going to, of course, get makeup, hairstyle, sound, and visual effects. I think it's going to definitely win uh, makeup and hairstyle with this freaking, this right here. I mean, my God, how does it not win that one at least? And then we got Zachary Levi, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, some people are, uh, you know, he's been responding. He's definitely been responding to some people um, when it comes to what's happening and all the recast recasting rumors and everything and the whole reboot thing but uh, I mean first it started off with um, it first started off with him uh, basically talking uh, right here that he was fine that he was good that he was Gucci he said so he said right here oh I yeah I really wouldn't be believing everything you see on the internet I'm Gucci Ash we all Gucci you know so basically just commenting about that and then of course somebody was like dude you're 42 that ain't going to be happening. So obviously, you know, people are talking about ages and everything like that. And then he, he posted that. And it's like, you know what? I like Zachary Levi, but maybe sit this one out. <laughs> maybe just relax a little bit, Zach. Just uh, don't do this. Emotions high. It's okay. I mean, I get it. Obviously, there's still got the Shazam movie that's going to be coming out. But yeah, maybe just uh, uh, relax a little bit when responding to some of these uh, tweets that are right at you. So... You know, and, and of course, shame on, again, why can't we just be uh, cordial and nice? But this person has, of course, says uh, Zachary Levi is a grandpa. He's got to go. Not a nice thing to say, of course. And then, of course, it has all the, the, the very nice hashtags right there, which is just an embarrassment to the fandom, which is stop again. Stop. Think. Breathe. Don't hit send. But then I'm, I could also say that for Zachary Levi. Um you know, I think for as of right now, who knows what's going to be happening with them because Shazam is a Peter Saffron product. So we'll see. I don't know. From what I gather, he might not be, at least for now, not be getting recast, but it's all up in the air. Kind of spoke about it last night on the Patreon. Exclusive. Uh, and then Sony shifts theatrical window for 65 onto Shazam. So now 65 is coming out the same weekend as 
Shazam Fury of the Gods. Of course, why would they freaking do that? It's ridiculous. My God. And they got Rick Ashley. And then we're going to give you up. Now we're going to let you down. Now we're going to turn around and, and save you. That's right. Rick Ashley was saying, like, um, you know, if he uh, apparently it still fits. And, uh, you know, he just posted this right here. Rick rolling a little bit. I thought it was hilarious because it looks absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, hey, why not? He's rocking it. And then, of course, I had some, you know, dingleberry that responded to it. Responded to a joke. And he was, of course, using all the hashtags, too. And I'm like, again, can we stop and can we stop and think before we respond to jokes? Jokes! Can't even talk about jokes anymore. And I had some freaking idiot uh, saying, this ain't it, chief. And then saying, you know, of course, talking shit all to me that I didn't do enough and whatever the hell. Uh, you know how it is, guys. It's just going to be like that for a little bit. Just going to be like, hate, hate, hate. But Michael Manette, I like what you had to say right here. Hopefully there is, and I'm pretty sure there will be when it comes to Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Because remember, there was a whole Snyder School episodes that when he was talking about, of course, um, Army of the Dead. So I'm sure they'll do something like that for Rebel Moon. Absolutely. Cannot wait to see it when that happens. Cannot wait to see it when that happens. All right. So just saying, just saying. Um, but yeah, it's just like, man, come on guys. Uh, I mean, I get it that emotions are running high, but it's like when, when you, when, when, when jokes, when jokes are taken, you know, when you can't take a joke, it's like pick your battles. I mean, I get it. I'm not saying you have to like love everything that's happening right now. I certainly don't, but it's like, pick your battles, pick the times when you have to respond again, listen to Wayne T. Carr, stop, breathe, (laughs) just relax a little bit and i would suggest that to anybody before hitting that send button my god just saying all right dave imagine ben directing a new batman solo dcu that'd be interesting that'd be interesting that would definitely be interesting we'll see what happens when it comes to all that anyways all right let's talk about uh dwayne johnson dwayne johnson good old dj Finally uh, responding, finally, um, you know, mentioning, coming out, of, you know, he's been silent for a little bit ever since all this stuff was happening. And, of course, I did a short video last night, uh, but, you know, short video just kind of talking about how the fact that he released a statement and then, you know, and then, of course, James Gunn responded to it. And it all seems like uh, it all seems pretty, pretty weird, pretty weird still. You know, the power struggle, whatever the hell happened, whatever is happening behind the scenes, man. I tell you what. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's look at Dwayne Johnson's um, statement right here. All right. Starting off right here, says, my passionate friends, I wanted to give you a long-awaited Black Adam update regarding the character's future in the new DC Universe. James Gunn and I connected... And Black Adam will not be their first chapter of storytelling. However, DC and Seven Bucks have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. See, that's why I put that on the thumbnail. I'm like, huh, future DC multiverse. 
you know, I like the fact that he's using multiverse because obviously when it comes to the Flash movie, we're going to be tapping into that multiverse. So it's always kind of interesting. I mean, all this reboot talk, reboot, reboot, reboot. But now that you have the multiverse, I mean, there's always a way for some characters to come back. Look what happened over there in Spider-Man No Way Home. It brought back two Spider-Men from previous things that got rebooted. So at least there's that. A little hope, a little light at the end of the multiverse tunnel, I guess. James and I have known each other for years and have always rooted for each other to succeed. Bullshit! Um, it's uh, no different now. And I will always, sorry, I, 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 didn't mean to, I didn't mean to do that. Yes, I did. Bullshit! Um, <laughs> I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. It's uh, no different now. And I will always root for DC and Marvel and win and win big. You guys know me, you guys know me, uh, and I have a very, uh, yeah, and I have very thick skin, and you also got thick traps too, brother, uh, and you can always count on me to be direct with my words, okay. Uh, the decisions made by James and DC leadership represent their vision of DCU through their creative lens. After 15 years of relentless hard work to finally make Black Adam, I'm very proud of the film we delivered for fans worldwide. I will always look back on the fan reaction to Black Adam with tremendous gratitude, humility, and love. We did great. Just not at the box office. Sorry. Um, to my passionate and vocal Black Adam uh, superhero genre fans, I love you, thank you, and I will always listen to you. I will always listen to you. You see that? He put that in capital letters, huh? He put that in capital letters and just like, I will always listen to you. A little weird. A little interesting. And do my best to deliver and entertain you. What a hell of a month. Now we all need some uh, Terramana, which I haven't tried yet. I need to try that tequila. One of these days I will. I'll, I'll, I'll get it for the vodka stream. Have a productive week and happy holidays to you and your families. So there you go. There it is right there. There is... The statement from good old Dwayne Johnson. And then, like I said, James Gunn did say, you know, he responded and said he loves The Rock. Can't wait to collab with them in the future. It seems like that's the gen generic response that he will have when people start getting ousted. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we'll work again. Well, in the future, in the future, we will. I, I swear. I swear. Um, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. It's all just very interesting and uh, weird because, again, James Gunn, did, did anybody see anything, any kind of tweeting, any kind of social media of him promoting Black Adam when his freaking wife makes a cameo in it? I mean, that's what that's what was always a little weird when it came to me. I'm just kind of like, what the hell is actually going on here is, uh, you know, I don't know. It's all just it's just it's just weird to me that he didn't do that. So I don't know. But uh I don't, that's just me. That's just me right there. So, but, uh, you know, but I like the fact that Dwayne Johnson finally did say something, but again, you know, some keywords in there. I mean, everything was thought out and it was like, all right, cool. Uh, I mean, essentially you got, I just wish there was like maybe some mention of Cavill, you know, because that's that no matter what, we're all going to be a little, eh, you know, Cavill was done dirty. Cavill's done dirty, and it almost seemed like, uh, you know, it was all just kind of like a power move because I, I've told you guys that from what I was gathering, from what I was hearing is that Hiram, Hiram Garcia was, was on, his name was on the table when it came to the DC Studios job, and, uh, you know, as much as people just didn't want it, it seems like the people who did want the job, they didn't want th them to have the job, and then, of course, then we get to James Gunn, which... 
I'm cool with having a filmmaker being part of this thing, but then at the same time, I was like, yeah, but James Gunn wasn't my first choice, you know? But, um, yeah, it's all just very interesting, but you never know. You never know what could happen if they're going to really try to tackle a multiverse story and bring and continue to bring some characters back, maybe. Maybe a little hope right there, you know, a little, a little Superman-esque right there. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you know, if there's going to be some kind of multiverse, when he said DC multiverse, it just kind of like... Uh, you know, felt like there was a little bit of hope there, maybe. Maybe something could happen, you know, if they lead to a kingdom come kind of thing. That could be a cool way to bring some of these characters back if the whole thing is just being getting kiboshed, you know. So I thought that was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, so then there's that. So then there's the end of that. So now let's, uh, we got some updates. We got some updates from James Gunn talking about a lot of things. And this is on Various, this is uh, either Twitter or that masturbate.com, whatever the hell, Mastodon, um, that people flock to, I don't know. Um, he's been kind of answering questions and whatnot and just kind of uh, responding and everything. So I have some things pulled up right here. First off, <laughs> first off, <laughs> this whole thing, you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think, you know, because we always talk about it's like, all right, this stuff will reach the, the entertainment trades, Variety, THR, you know, all those ones right there. But I did not think that Fox News was actually going to be talking about this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. DC Comics fans demand James Gunn's firing after Henry Cavill exit. Never trust anyone in Hollywood. Man, it's reached Fox News, and apparently it was also on ABC News. Like, whoa, geez, usually... Usually you don't see that in like uh, some of this stuff. So that was pretty interesting. That was pretty freaking interesting. Uh, but uh, here's one of the things he said on Macedon. Uh, somebody at somebody named Darth DZL uh, said, as long as the studio doesn't override you and your directors at every turn, I, for one, have confidence that you'll actually be making decisions for the DCU that I can get on board with, in my opinion, worth exactly nothing. It was studio interference that derailed the previous attempt at the DCU when it was called the DCEU. Uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me to learn that Mr. Johns was quite frustrated. Ooh, bringing that, bringing that guy, guy in the ball cap. And James Gunn responded with, "The position is different than it was with Zach, etc. Peter and I, Peter and I are the heads of DC Studios. The only studio interference would be from us." Well, don't interfere with any of those, please, James. That's what, yeah, don't get into a new batch of mess, please. Anyways, and then uh, somebody asked right here, Dorkland, Dorkland asked, I'm excited to see the plans that you and Peter have come up with for the DCU going forward. I know this isn't your power, but I hope that we'll see a better coordination with DC Publishing to have series and reprints featuring characters that DC Studios will bring to the public. James Gunn responded with, I am working with my friend Jim Lee. All right, so some coordination when it comes to all mediums of uh, this DC Universe right here. Interesting. And then somebody right here, right here asked, Mr. K right here asked, Hey James, you and Peter must be having tons of fun planning things out for the DCU, other than the Twitter crazies. Were any of the animated DC shows like Justice League Unlimited and Young Justice an inspiration for you when planning out this universe? And he responded with, definitely. 
So definitely. But everything's inspired by that. I mean, it's just like, okay, there's always been inspirations from the animated world because the animated world has always been has always been pretty pretty great. There's, you know, it's not been weak. There's been a lot of good stuff when it comes to the animated world, so it it, it makes sense. And then when somebody was uh, oh yeah, we already pretty much said that. I'm excited. Uh, let's see, you know, better coordination of public. I'm excited to see the, yeah, so I already pretty much showed that. But anyways, sorry. I made a show right that right there, but uh, yep. So, oh, and then one one last thing that he actually was uh, talking about too. I knew there was another thing. Somebody actually asked him, uh, are you open to producing any Elseworlds DC projects that aren't set in the DCU? And he said, that is actively happening. Okay, so hopefully... Can we expand on the black label stuff or whatever the hell else worlds? I mean, that's kind of nice too. So we have Dwayne Johnson talking about the future DC multiverse. And then we have James Gunn talking about doing else world stuff. I'm like, okay, yes. Keep on trying to do different things. The things that aren't happening over there in the Marvel world. I mean, I like the sound of that. I mean, of course you could talk all you want and respond to, you know, spam accounts all you want. I don't know if these accounts are even real. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're actually using, they wouldn't, I, I'm just saying some of these accounts, like, yeah, I don't know if they, they're actually real, but Hey, as long as they're getting the word out there, but the execution, that's what we need to see is the execution. Um, um, and I'm like, okay, I like what I hear. And I like what I hear when it comes to that. Cause then it's like, okay, that, that leaves, you know, another door open. If you're doing Elseworlds, I mean, who else talked about Elseworlds? Zack Snyder, when he talked about Zack Snyder's Justice League. I mean, to me, I want that just to be canon, canon, canon. But now it's like, well, now that things are happening and things are getting rebooted or soft rebooted or whatever, I would be like, all right, fine. Elseworlds, that's Elseworlds. Perfectly fine. I'm okay with uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and all that being Elseworlds. It's fine. Perfectly fine by me. But so there you go. There's a little update right there. And uh, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's all about the execution. All about the execution. We're not going to know really. He also mentioned too that apparently we're going to hear about some of the new, newer other projects besides Superman at the beginning of the year. So, uh, curious to see what they're you know what they're going to be uh, talking about when it comes to the new year. All right, Ana de Armas. Well, this has really nothing to do with her, but it has to do with fans of hers. This is something very interesting um, that happened today, and there's a new lawsuit. Apparently, they won the lawsuit, but this was like kind of just came out of nowhere, and it was kind of, what the hell? Very interesting, but uh, check this out if you didn't know, uh, if you didn't read about this. Variety posted this right here. Ana de Armas fans lawsuit puts studio at risk over deceptive trailers. Deceptive trailers? Movie studios can be sued under false advertising laws if they release deceptive movie trailers a federal judge ruled on Tuesday. What? U.S. District Judge Stephen Wilson issued a ruling in a case involving yesterday. I never saw that movie. Uh, the, two, the 2019 film about a world without the Beatles. Two Ana de Armas fans filed a lawsuit in January alleging that they had rented the movie after seeing De Armas in the trailer only, only to discover that she was cut out of the final film. 
Universal sought to throw out the lawsuit, arguing that movie trailers are entitled to broad protection under the First Amendment. The studio's lawyers argued that the trailer is an artistic, expressive work that tells a three-minute story conveying the theme of the movie and should thus be considered non-commercial speech. But Wilson rejected that argument, finding that a trailer is commercial speech and is subject to the California false advertising adverting law. Or I think that's advertising. Maybe that's a typo. And the state's unfair competition law. Universal is correct that trailers involve some creativity and editorial discretion, but this creativity does not outweigh the commercial nature of the trailer. At its core, a trailer is an advertisement designed to sell a movie by providing consumers with a preview of the movie. Interesting. So now, Kevin Feige's sweating. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were talking about how, you know, when it came to the Infinity War trailer and you see, you know, all the Avengers running towards, well, what we found out in the final act running towards, you know, Thanos and whatever, the Hulk was there. They put him in the trailer. And then, of course, when it came to Spider-Man No Way Home, there was that, that big shot the money shot of the trailer of just one spider-man swinging towards you know swinging towards three villains and we all were just kind of like huh so now it's like okay I'd, I, it, I well if you're if you're gonna okay especially if you're gonna have somebody who's on a day of obviously she has fans and if you're gonna show her in the trailer i mean this used to happen too with like uh, I remember th this would happen with um, home video releases like back back in back in my day, you know, when, when you go to the video store, sometimes you would have a popular actor or actress on the cover of a movie because they had like one little tiny cameo in it and they would totally advertise it as, hey, so and so stars in blah, blah, blah. But turns out barely in it. So I think it's a good thing because when it comes to that, see, when it comes to. When it comes to like the big blockbusters and stuff, it's like, all right, part of me is like, well, I don't want to, I don't want them to spoil things. But then at the same time, it's like, well, well, just don't show those shots. I don't know. It's kind of like a, it's, it's, it's interesting. There's a little, there's somewhat of a gray area there. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm kind of going like, yeah, that shouldn't be, especially in this case, if you're going to have a trailer with a popular actress that has a pretty big fan base and then they're going to go see the movie because she's in it and then she's not in the movie yeah there's got to be something there but then at the same time it, it they could have just looked online and been like wait a minute uh she's not actually in the movie well i'm not gonna go see the movie then i'm fuck that movie i don't know i don't know how are we feeling about this you know i mean jeez. uh and at least uh we forget the homecoming trailer with iron man flying beside oh yeah we got that too yeah there's all kinds of stuff you know <sighs> uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness was a good movie. Scarlet Witch is okay. That's different. Okay, so I don't know. Uh, your fingers are tired already. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, all right. We're not even talking about the uh, the subject at hand. I was gonna see like yeah, no more MCU fakeouts. Okay, so no fakeouts. Okay. I mean, I I mean like I I think I would agree with that. It's like try to come up with another creative way. I mean, it is kind of deceptive because then everybody starts going, well, wait a minute. I was looking forward to seeing the Hulk be in this last shot. And, you know, instead we got Mark Ruffalo in the fucking Hulkbuster armor. Which I wasn't too big of a fan of when it came to Infinity War. I thought that was that was the weakest part of that whole story. Infinity War is fantastic, but I just didn't like the fact that, you know, they made Banner, like, just stuck in that armor. 
and everything. So, yeah. Um, maybe that's what they're going to start. Stop doing it. Stop doing it, Feige. Stop doing it. All right. And then finally, <sighs> James Cameron. Uh, I guess he feels like there's still some uh, life left when it comes to the Terminator franchise. I don't think there is. I don't know. Somebody can probably nail down something, some kind of a continuation. But to be honest, I mean, you had Terminator 1, which is fantastic. It's a horror movie, 100% a horror movie. Terminator 2 is a big-time sci-fi action movie, and uh, they're both fantastic. Uh, I, You know, whether you think the first Terminator is the better one or the second Terminator is the better one, you're right. It doesn't matter. They're both fucking excellent. Sometimes I think the first one's better than the second one. Uh, but then I watch the second one and go, oh my God, it's amazing. And then of course you had Rise of the Machines, which had moments, but overall dog shit. And then you had Terminator Salvation, which was like, cool. They're going to be showing John Connor in the war. It's going to be showing all that. Sweet. I like it. I like the, that idea because that's a good, that's a fresh idea, fresh take. And they almost had it, but you hired McGee. You hired McGee. To direct that movie, uh, that's where, you know, and then shit. But at, for the most part, though, it was better than... Terminator Salvation is the better of all the other sequels, you know, besides Terminator 2, of course. Um, but yeah, we have James Cameron right here in a recent interview just talking about the Terminator franchise. And, uh, you know, he's already expressed that, yes, the reason why Dark Fate didn't, didn't, didn't work because it's just like nobody... Yeah, it just didn't work with the whole aging of the Terminator and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, my God. Uh, but he said right here, while the Avatar films are about the environment, I'm not dealing with AI. If I were to do another Terminator film, I maybe try and launch that franchise again, which in discussion, but nothing, which is in discussion, but nothing has been decided. I would make it much more about the AI side of it than bad robots gone crazy. So that's his quote. That's his quote right there. So, I don't know. I remember there was like, um, there was like a, uh, I saw a video. Somebody was talking about how they should approach it and should reverse it. So essentially it's the same idea, I guess. It's like, but maybe they were trying to approach that when it came to Genesis and that just didn't work. I don't know. It's just, it's, I, I just don't know if there's any life left in this franchise or you're really, I mean, obviously, when it came to Dark Fate, they just went right back to the whole, like, well, first off, they killed the legacy of John Connor right in the beginning. It was like, what? That was the way you're going to start off the freaking movie? All right. Um, and then it just came like, okay, now John Connor's not the one anymore. Now it's this girl who's also, who's now the one. And Sarah Connor is older, but still a badass, which that was cool, but I didn't like any really anything else. There wasn't really anything else that when it, when it came to that, but... Um, yeah, I just don't know if there's, I mean, unless somebody has some kind of approach when it comes to this AI side and they can do kind of something, I just, I still think it's dead. I still think it's dead. I mean, if James Cameron were to dive into it himself, writing and directing, maybe it has some faith. But the fact of the matter is he's been handing it off and produce, he produced the last two, Genesis and Dark Fate. And of course, you know, he was in interviews saying like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. And, and uh, well, it definitely was not, uh, not that. Kill it. It definitely was not that. It definitely was not that. That's how we all felt when uh, we walked out of the movie theater right there. So, anyways, 
there you go. There's your update. I don't know. I'm not really feeling it, so I'm not feeling uh, any more Terminator, to be honest. Unless somebody could just crack some kind of code. I don't see it happening. Don't see it happening. All right. How are we doing out there? We, we okay? Yeah, Terminator's dead, right? It's all dead. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. All right. Let's go to some Twitter questions right here. See what you guys have to say over in the Twitter. I didn't I didn't post it on YouTube. My bad. So, uh, Eric, ho ho ho! How dare you call me that? Um, watching my growing watching my growing Christmas movie lineup, I found myself reflecting on Robert Zemeckis' more realistic animation style for Polar Express and Jim Carrey as Scrooge. Christmas Carol reminds me reminds one of Zach's upcoming Netflix series. Don't you think? Are you talking about Las Vegas? Hmm. It's going to be a different kind of animation, I thought. You know, it's funny. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen Jim Carrey's Scrooge. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I've seen the Polar Express. I don't think I've seen Scrooge. Brad, between the Rocks Multiverse Chapters comment, The Flash, and Spider-Man No Way Home, don't, don't Warner Brothers have to start finally delivering on all the DC multiverse talk beyond just dropping the term from time to time. That's what we're hoping. That's what we're hoping. Hey, phrasing. Vanimation films. Well, for those who were hoping for a Superman versus Black Adam battle, maybe this will fill the void. Hey, look at this. Okay, so we got some... Uh, okay, because I know Vanimation... You do some good work right here with uh, the stop-motion animation right here. I'm going to definitely retweet this, man. That's cool. I like it. Look at this. We got some. Uh, we got a fight right here between Superman and... Look at that. Sound effects and everything. Seven minutes. So a nice little short film right here. Good job. Good job, animation. And you got... You, yeah, you got... Uh, you actually got hair on uh, Black Adam. That's funny. But yeah, this is cool. I'm going to check this out. Everybody check this out. Show some love to Vanimation, man. That's pretty damn awesome. So retweet that. There you go. Retweet that. So I just retweeted it if you guys want to go watch that. Good job, Vanimation, if you're out there. Boomish. Hey, Dave, since James said that Affleck could direct a DCU movie, which movie do you want to see him direct? His Batman movie would be obvious choice. I would love to see see it in an animation form at least i'm with you on that um i don't know i'm trying to think of like i mean maybe a green arrow could be like green arrow if they do something with green arrow that could be something or the question maybe you could do something with the question who knows all right uh mr brian arizona brian can you see an option where james gunn kicks in the door with a full seven character recast this would be a cliffhanger starting off this dcu with justice league and jail sequel superman batman wonder woman green lantern shazam flash blonde aquaman i don't know if i don't know if we want a blonde aquaman Uh, i mean he could could happen could happen who knows Ryan, it seems the minority is not so silent as the national news is uh, certainly spreading. The, uh, again, guys, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying you have to love James Gunn, but I'm pretty sure he meant the minority in the Snyder fandom. He has said that before in a tweet. 
he said that most of the Snyder fandom, Snyder fandom is good when it came to a lot of things. This is like a few months back, but he said like, uh, you know, there's that minority though. And I think that's what he meant there. He's just not, I guess he hasn't been doing a good job of like articulating what he was wanting to say, but I'm pretty sure that's what he was meaning. Anyways, in regards to the guns mix up of the DCU, I doubt the noise makes a difference, but it's fascinating seeing it draw this attention. Would be nice if Netflix could obtain the Snyderverse. That's not possible. I remember you tweeted something I think you did too. That's not possible because the Snyderverse is the Snyderverse is a title within a big huge IP brand. You would have to sell the IP to Netflix in order for them to do a Snyderverse. You can't just sell the Snyderverse. At least that's why I look at it. Devin Wooter. Hey Dave, who you want to meet? Uh, who do you want to meet from both Marvel and DC actors to go on your lives? And uh, are you celebrating Christmas? And do you think the next four DC movies will do well be- because of the backlash from James Gunn, or people do- doesn't care and they're going to see the movie? I don't know. Um, I think Shazam Shazam's going to struggle. I think the Flash has a chance, but I think everything else is going to be a struggle. Flash might have a chance just because of Michael Keaton coming back. I don't know. Uh, when it comes to uh, Marvel or DC actors, I, I'd want to meet them all. I want them all. I want them all on here. Let's get Henry Cavill on here, huh? Anderson Miller. Observation. The last two DCEU films next year, Flash and Aquaman, are the only two characters that were able to show face in Peacemaker's finale. Surely coincidence, but interesting Interesting foreshadowing, nonetheless, especially if they're the only two carried over into the new era. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but I remember Gunn also did say that he wanted to use all of them, but he wasn't allowed to. But, I mean, God knows if any, you know, there were still, like, contracts and whatever the hell. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's going to be weird. Christian, you got to get James Gunn on the vodka stream in the near future. Do you think it could do it? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. That'd be interesting. Pick his brain. Be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, just kidding. Uh, Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, uh, I know I might be reaching here, but if Black Adam as The Rock is coming in down the line, plus we had Henry Cavill in Black Adam, what are the chances of getting of getting Henry back? Oh, my God. What an emotional roller coaster. Definitely. I and mean, there's always like, uh, you just never know. You never know with these movies. I don't think anybody thought... Whoa. I forgot to turn those drops off. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, gunshot and facepalm. Whoa. Now, I didn't mean a facepalm to that, to, that, uh, to that question. But, uh, yeah, you never know with these movies. I don't think anybody th- thought that Michael Keaton would come back. And here we are. We're about to see him in, a, in about six months. So... I don't know. It's going to be uh, definitely going to be interesting. So, uh, but anyways, guys, um, yeah, this will be the last Film Junkie Live until well, until after Christmas. When it comes to next week in Film Junkie Live, um, I I mean, definitely there's not going to be a Film Junkie Live on Monday. I have plans with my dad. I have dinner plans because I'm not going to be able to see him this weekend. So um, I'm going to have dinner plans with him on Monday. So definitely no Film Junkie Live on Monday. And then we're just going to kind of play it by ear. Just kind of play it by ear on whether or not uh, there'll be any Film Junkie Lives next week. I don't know how, if the news is actually going to be anywhere. Obviously, people are going to be vacationing and out of town and all this stuff. Last year, I took the week off when it came to the live um, 
when I came to the lives, uh, the live shows. So probably won't be one. Most likely won't be any. But if there is something, they'll maybe there'll be one. But you know that's about it. But if there's stuff that 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 needs to be covered, I'll do videos on it. But for the most part. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's going to be, like, really anything. Definitely not Monday. Uh, Tony Movie Chappy D9 Neil Blomkamp fan. Thank you for the $10 super chat. I personally would have Terminator reboot take place in the future war, similar to the way uh, to Terminator Salvation, which um, I love, and I have uh, it centered around some new characters as they go on the journey. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. But uh, we're still going to have a, a Vodka stream this Friday. Um, we'll, we'll have, we're going to have some guests on because something's going to be getting released uh, Christmas Day, which is Project Justice League, the ultimate edition or ultimate cut, whichever you want to do. Um, and look forward to, I, I got sent over a copy of the, the, the whole thing, so I'll be reviewing it and posting a video tomorrow about it uh but then we'll have uh nicotino we'll have the guys who worked on it we'll have them on on friday talking about uh the ultimate yeah we still got something snyder so but yeah we'll have uh we'll have some fun and uh we'll have a vodka stream on friday i'll probably be drinking some eggnog why not i did that last year drink some eggnog on the uh the stream so it'll be an eggnog stream so so look forward to that definitely we'll have all that um but yeah, I did like what you said, Tony. Like, uh, yeah, I would have it centered around the future and all that kind of stuff. So, but uh, other than that, guys, um, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. But again, I just you know let's again listen to Wayne T. Wayne T. Carr. I'm not saying that you have to love James Gunn. I certainly don't. <laughs> okay, I I don't hate him, and I don't love him. It's, it's easy to be in the middle. I mean, I, I, I've noticed that I'm like that. I'm pretty partial when it comes to a lot of things. I mean, look at the way how so many things are divided nowadays. And I just kind of look at things and then I have my own opinions on stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I don't, the, the, I, I, I've gotten hate thrown at me, you know, from both sides, you know, because obviously I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't side with everything. It's like nowadays people are like, you have to agree with 100% what I say. Okay. Or else you're against us. Ah, you know, like I said, I had that, that idiot in my, in my mentions, um, saying that I did not push anything for the restore as much as I pushed for when it came to release the Snyder cut, I didn't do anything for restore the Snyder verse. Apparently I didn't do anything, you know, except for having Zack Snyder on my stream. Many times. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just like kind of stuff like that. It's just, yeah, of course they're going to get the, uh, the hate. But I mean, you know, it's just sometimes you just got to, you know, just like what Wayne T. Carr said. Just step back, breathe. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, when it comes to what's going to be happening with this new DC universe, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, I, I, there's a lot of pressures that are happening. And then of course I, you know, hear things behind the scenes and it just kind of like, it's just going to be interesting. You know, it's just going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds. That's where I'm curious. I mean, honestly, when Henry Cavill came back, I thought, cool, build a universe around him. You have your Superman, you have to get Superman's house in order. Like we keep on saying it's a perfect way to do it with Henry Cavill, his values up there. It's great. There you go. Even if it's a soft reboot, you have Cavill. You have your Superman. 
But now all of a sudden, it, you know, things have changed. And it was like, all right, well, that sucks. That definitely sucks. Um, I'm still going to watch the movies that are coming out next year because I'm curious to see how they are. You know, but uh, yeah. But I think like, yeah, we, we could just... We just gotta relax a little bit here, folks. And I, but I get it. I know it could be uh, could be a little taxing, a little exhausting. But and I think the past couple of weeks have definitely shown that when it comes to a lot of this stuff. But I think we'll be okay. But anyways, guys, that's it for um, turn that off. Why is that not working? There you go. Jeez. Ah, that's it, guys. May you guys have a Merry Christmas. If I don't, if you don't uh, tune into the uh, vodka stream, have a great Christmas. Spend time with your family, eat a lot of food, drink a lot of eggnog, do all the stuff, have a good time. And so happy holidays to you guys. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell, do all that stuff. And then, of course, uh, members, uh, I'll do a members-only stream, so look forward to that in your uh, timeline, your YouTube timeline. And, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit more, pick my brain a little bit and all that stuff. So, uh, but yeah, anyways, guys, love ya. You guys are awesome. And, uh... I'll see you guys Friday. Other than that, you guys have a good Christmas. Happy holidays. Bye.